gentlemen what is going on it is the north south podcast we're gonna do our best to give you good stuff and fly through because my friends on this call with me are incredibly pumped for this vikings eagles game you will know what happens got a big game tonight comes out you will already know what will happen but we do not currently know what will happen it's about 7 20 p.m right now on Monday night, September, what is it, the 19th? Yeah, it is the 19th of September. So, uh, yeah, welcome, guys. North South Pod, Jacob's here. The Shorts and Zanelli is back with us again this week. Uh, he had a family dinner last week, but he told his family, listen, I love you. I'm not missing two weeks in a row of the North South Podcast. Don't ask me <laughs> to go anywhere. Yeah, I mean, it sucks I wasn't in for week one. I had I had family plans. Um, my aunt and uncle came from out of town. They currently live in Florida. They currently live on their boat in Florida, and they sailed up to uh, PA, come say hi. And it was a long dinner, so I, I deeply apologize. I'm ready to get back at it for week two. Well, let's just hop right in. Let me pull up my ESPN. Um, I'm just going to get this out of the way, so um, my heart doesn't hurt quite as bad as it, uh, it may. Uh, later on in the pod, if we prolong this, the Bears let me down. Uh, they lost. It is what it is. Green Bay still uh, still is Green Bay. The defense is loaded. Uh, Justin Fields threw the ball 11 times. It's a little concerning, but when you have David Montgomery running for 14 times for like 120 yards, I get it. Even uh, Khalil Herbert looked really good running the ball, too. So, Green Bay, 27, uh, Chicago, 10. Should have been 17. I do think that was a touchdown. I Maybe I'm biased. I'm a Bears fan. I But I think that's whatever got called on the field was going to get called on that Justin Field. Terrible I would have covered. Yeah, well, you can blame the refs on that one because I, I think when you look at it, it I think it's it's definitely a touchdown. But, you know, when, when they don't call it on the field, God forbid, you know, they give the Bears any kind of help against the Packers and Lambeau. So, it is what it is. Aaron Rodgers looked good. Justin Fields didn't look bad. He just barely threw the ball. Um, the I, I, the Bears didn't look. I don't know if you guys watched the game at all. I don't. I mean, in the first quarter, of the Bears that first drive they looked phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, Justin Fields ended up running it in for the touchdown. Montgomery did whatever he wanted on the ground. Khalil Herbert, like I said, looked pretty good. Darnell Mooney only had one catch, and it was negative four yards. It was a frustrating night. 
St. Brown, Equinemia St. Brown is it looks like he's got a nice little rapport with uh with Justin Fields though. I I like him a lot. The St. Brown brothers had a uh, pretty good days yesterday. To say the I least. mean, you you look at it and it's really it's a below average offense against the top five defense at the end of the day. Yes. And and when you have a veteran Aaron Rodgers at quarterback and you have Aaron Jones with fifteen carries, one hundred and thirty two yards and a touchdown, they're running the ball well. They were passing the ball well. You know, I I thought the Bears would cover. I thought last week Justin Fields looked good. They were giving him a little love today. Packers beat a relatively bad team, uh, quote unquote. I don't think they're horrible, but they're not one of the better teams in the league. It it is what it is. It's week two. They beat a mediocre team. You know, it it, it is what it is. The Bears are scrappy, and they, they kept that game close up until the end of the game. Like I said, they should have scored that touchdown. I, I just think that the Packers are the better team, and they were at home, and they were coming off a, a tough loss to Minnesota, and they were new. Green Bay has – I think it's Tampa next week. They're going to Tampa. That's going to be a good game in my opinion. And uh, we'll, like, we'll see how that goes. I think that might be another slugfest. And, uh, yeah, that's all Tampa does now, apparently. And then, you know, just ask Mike Evans. He, he's a he's a slugger himself. hey <laughs> I respect him for, for – Did you see what he said after – not to go off time. Did you see what he said to the yeah, rest? Yeah, Tom Brady. He said, it's Tom Brady. What, do you, what else do you want me to do? But did you see who sent him in? Bruce Arians was on the sidelines. Yeah, I, I noticed that Bruce Aarons was on the sideline. Jason liked their their GM was on the sideline too, apparently. So I don't know what was up with that, but he looked at Evans and was like, "Yo, go get him." <laughs> and Evans just like hauled off, and he has beef with Mark with with Lattimore going back to when Jameis was was in uh, Tampa as well. But yeah, it, it um, I don't know. We'll see. The Bears have Houston next week. I think that's actually going to be a really good game. I'm very excited to watch that one. In Chicago, we'll Houston see. seems to low key be like a tough team. Yeah, because Davis Mills isn't as bad as everybody thinks he is. Houston, Houston, Chicago—they they both remind me a lot of each other. You know, they're both scrappy teams. They're not just going to roll over and you know get their ass beat. In my opinion, I don't think they got their ass beat last night. In Chicago, like I said, they hung in. They they fought tooth and nail the entire game. The, the better team just won. You know, that's just really what it was. But I I, I do think. Um, Chicago, Houston. Let me see what that line's opening up at. Um, Chicago favored by two and a half next week. That's, that's, I think it's about a field goal game. Sounds about right. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I, anything else you guys want to say about Bears Packers? We can move on. Um, I, I was, I w- was going to say with the Texans. You know, it's not like they don't got pieces on that team. Davis Mills, I like. Damian Pierce, I've talked about him before. Rex Burkhead. It, can can run the ball with Will Brandon Kerr, uh, Brandon Cooks, um, who else? Jeremy Tunsil. Is that, it's not a necessarily bad offense. Yeah, it's Laramie, not a, Laramie Tunsil. Oh, my fault, my fault. Yeah. But you know, it, that's not necessarily a bad offense. It's just you know, front office problems has been lingering over the past few years. Well, the, the Sean Watson thing kind of held them hostage, you know. So yeah. Uh, well, let's just move into the Texans, and we'll talk about the Bears' next opponent. Lost in a, a really tough game against the Broncos. Uh, Russ did not look great. They still are not clicking yet. Broncos win 16-9. to So, Steve, oh. go ahead and tell me, San Fran actually going to Denver next week, Sunday Night Football with Jimmy G now. San Fran's actually a one-point favorite in that game. 
do you think that's a good line? Do you lean Denver? Denver is a home dog. You know what I mean? Like, what, what do you think? What do you think setting up football next week? Don't get me wrong. Denver's defense is still uber talented. I really love their defense, but their offense looks not good at all through two weeks. And I'm completely shocked by it. You know, they got Russ. They paid that man. They got great receivers, a great uh, backfield in Melvin Gordon and Javante Williams. But the fact that they're not putting up any points, especially when they just played the Seahawks and the Texans, who are supposed to be terrible, and they haven't done anything. So yeah. I'm, I'm not feeling safe with Denver winning at home. And I think, honestly, San Fran, just from this past week, they played really well with Jimmy G. Yeah, and if you look, they, they, uh, they showed a clip. That team was happy when he came back in the game. I don't think it's that they dislike Trey Lance, but they respect the hell out of Jimmy G. They like Jimmy G. He took them to a Super Bowl just a couple of years ago. And they should have won the game. Let's be real here. He makes that one last pass at the end of the game, too. They win the game. So, yeah, I, his record in San Fran is – I'm pretty sure he's, like, over 20 games over 500 or something. Like, he's he's just a winner. Um, yeah, San, San Fran, I think, is back on track now. It's a shame to see Trey Lance. You know, they, they did beat um, beat Seattle, like you said, yesterday, 27-7. to That's the Seattle I think everybody was waiting to see. I think they were amped up for that game against Russ. Geno Smith went bonkers. But, you know, I just – Declan, I'll I'll pose you a question. Do you think with San Fran, Seattle, does that say more about San Fran as a team being really good? Or does that say more about Seattle just being that bad? Um, I think it was just, you know, Seattle coming back down to earth. Yeah. Uh, The week one game against Denver – yeah, like you said, they're very amped up for it. And Denver didn't play bad football as much as we want to talk about it. No, they if, didn't. If, sorry, you go ahead. No, I was just I'm agreeing with you. I so, said no, they didn't play bad. Yeah, like if they they convert on that fourth and five, they get a little bit more yardage. I know it was week one, crazy with the field goals in week one, but I don't think Brandon McManus uh misses it, and I think they go and they win the game. And Russell Wilson looked good in the first game against Seattle. Yeah. I think, you know, you name when, if you're Nathaniel Hackett, you got to sit down and you got to reevaluate yourself. If you're Denver, you got to run the ball well. I think it, it, it's not the same as the Eagles situation with last year, but the start off the year, Jalen Hurts is dropping back 30, 35 times, and it's just unnecessary. Uh, obviously, Russell Wilson is a complete different quarterback than Jalen Hurts. Obviously, a lot more talented. You got to run the ball at will. And I, I, I think that's all it is. I think if you start running the ball a whole lot, you win games. Uh, you get to run the clock. De- def- it's a good defense. It's good enough defense for you to run the clock, play gritty football, and have your defense go out there and make sure that they don't put points up. Yeah, I mean, you just look, even look at the Bears-Packers last night. When both those teams were running the ball, they were doing it whenever they wanted to, however they wanted to. You know, like, you play good, like, and then you look at the Packers, you play good defense, you run the ball. You're putting the Bears in bad spots all game long, and you start running more plays, and anything can happen. So uh, one of these times, Russell Wilson, it's going to click with that team. It's, it's only a matter of time when that offense gets hot. I just don't There's know. so much talent on that team. It's just – Exactly. I just don't think it's next week. You know, San Fran, a really good team. I know they lost to Chicago. It was a gross game outside. It, Justin Fields played pretty well. Trey, you know, with Jimmy G, you know what you're going to get with this team. You're going to get a team that is 
in pretty much every game they play. They're not going to normally beat themselves very much, and they're going to play sound football. I'm really excited for that game. I think looking ahead to next week, I think I might like San Fran in that game as well, uh, going on the road to Denver. So we'll see. Um, take a look. How about how about the two incredible finishes yesterday? We'll go Miami Baltimore first. First of all, holy Tua. That was yeah. insane. Steve Zanelli, you're, you're playing Whittle in our league this week. Oh it's, my God. What a it, it's a roller coaster. It's it, me and Whittle right now. <laughs> Zanelli has Tua on his bench, which is completely understandable. He's got Josh, you have Josh Allen, don't you? Yeah, he already has a touchdown pass. Uh, by the way, update for uh, the other uh, Monday night, Tennessee and Buffalo. Buffalo's up seven nothing. Josh Allen marched right down the field, threw a pass and touchdown. Who do you throw it to? Please don't say Diggs. Oh, it's a rando, dude. I don't even know the dude. Oh, we're good. That's cool. Wes has Diggs. So, I'm up by like 36 right now, I think, going into the game anyway. So, Diggs had to like go nutty tonight. So, as long as he doesn't go crazy, I win. Diggs just has two catches for 12 yards as of right now. So, three points. I can live with that. Yeah. All right. Yeah, you know, it's funny, though, to look at the box score. Of of our fantasy of, of their fantasy game with Whittle and Zanelli, because Whittle has Tyree Kill, and Zanelli has Jalen Waddle, and they both had like eleven catches for like 170, 190, and two touchdowns. I think Tyree Kill because we have PPR and custom scoring, he has like forty five points, and Jalen Waddle is forty three, or it's forty seven or forty five. It's it, yeah, Tyree Kill is forty five, and Waddle has forty three. The fact yeah. that Tua has 55 on my bench, though, that oh hurts. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's, it's going to be rough. Um, fun fact, Tua tied the Dolphins' record for touchdown passes in the game with Greasy, Bob Greasy and Dan Marino. Pretty good company to be in. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that was just insane. Down, They were down 21 or 28 and came back and won. One of the, one of the two, I forget which one. And it was all down the fourth quarter. Like yeah, they were, dude. They were down by 20-plus in the fourth. They were down yeah. 21. 21 going into the fourth, yeah. Well, so, my question that posed to you guys, after this game, does your whole opinion change on Tua? Like, I think me and Jacobs, I don't know about you, Zanelli, but we, we kind of had the same picture. We, don't, we weren't really sure if Tua was the guy. Now, after this game, obviously it shows optimism, but does it show that it's like, okay – this guy, we know he has the potential. We know. We've seen it in college. But do we think after this game we can safely say, okay, he's he's our guy. Maybe we should, you know, start getting talks into paying him. So my thing is you're a little bit – at least I was a little bit higher on him than you were going into the season. Not, not saying this is anything big, but I don't think this automatically makes him the guy. Like you said – but he's definitely trending upwards. It doesn't hurt that he has a very – looks like a very good offensive-minded head coach now and Mike McDaniel. I just want to see this team – two wide receivers who are just both stars. Let's just call, call a spade a spade. Jalen Model is a star, and we all know Tyree Kill is superhuman. So I just – you really got to wonder. You get to a point. It's like what – 
who's going to stop those two wide receivers? And then you have Kaseki underneath, and you know you. But I want to see what they look like as you get into the colder months, and you have to run the ball, and you have to do the little things. They still gave up how many points on defense? Thirty-eight, I think. Yeah, yeah. I, you're not going to win many games giving up thirty-eight points. So, I, I know that doesn't reflect on Tua, but you also can't just hope and pray that you score twenty-one points or point, however many points you score in the fourth quarter with Tua. You, you can't you can't do that every week. I like what I saw from him. He threw for four sixty-nine and. Six touchdowns, I think, two interceptions. But it gets to a point. I don't know, Steve. What do you, what do you think about Tua after after these two weeks? Pers- personally, I wasn't big on Tua either. But I really do think uh, yesterday was a statement game. Yeah. And his throws, most of them, like the deep balls to Tyreek and Jalen Waddle, they look pretty nice. He looks like his his arms getting better. He's more accurate. But it was definitely a big statement. It's not like he was playing some nobody team. The Ravens have a very respectful defense. Respectable. You wouldn't, mm-hmm. you wouldn't know it watching yesterday. <laughs> yeah, right? I know. Crazy. Yeah. They're very banged up. Guy. That feels cool. so banged up, though. Yeah. I mean, I like Tua. And like I said, he's trending upwards. And for our boy Whittle, fins up. Um, but I don't know. I, I, I think it's still a wait and see. I like what I see, but I want to see more. You know what I mean? So Absolutely. I think a big thing for for him are these games against Buffalo. Uh oh, we've seen so. we've seen it the past years before. Buffalo has their number. Like Miami doesn't even make it a game. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So I, I think if even if you lose both of them, it's they're the best team in the league, top to bottom. Yeah. You gotta make it a game against these guys. And I, I think if they show promise against Buffalo, they could show that they contend and they can go, hey, this guy is bringing us somewhere that we haven't been in a very long time. Yeah. Uh, I, I think last game showed a lot of promise for Tua, and I'm excited to see what he does next week against – I don't even know who they play, to be honest with you. But <laughs> whoever it is, I'm excited. No, I'm excited to uh, to see next week. See some more Joe Flacco. Dude, Joe Flacco back-to-back 300-plus yard uh, passing. Unreal, dude. The crazy thing to me, they don't even have a chance to come back in that game and win the game if Nick Chubb just slides instead of running in for a touchdown. It's it's crazy that you don't think about that at the time, but then you look back at it, and then it makes so much more sense. Yeah, because, you know, he scores a touchdown. It doesn't hurt, you know, either – Cade York misses the extra point. But, yeah, I mean, you score a touchdown with, what, like a minute 20, a minute 30 left to go up by 13? Even with him missing the extra point, it's like, yeah, you're up by 13 right now. Like, how did you lose that game? But I think that Jets team's good. I don't. I just think that's just the Browns being the Browns. You got you got, you got, got three very good guys in the draft. I know uh, four, four very good guys in the draft. Uh, I know I know Sauce seems to be injured. I don't know what's going on there. I don't know if he was back in the game, but I saw he was hurt. You got you got Sauce Gardner. You got Garrett Wilson. Uh, probably the second biggest steal in the draft behind Nakobe Dean, Jermaine Johnson. And you got a very talented running back in Brees Hall. And Joe Flacco is showing a little bit of promise. Is this the time we think about, hey, is Joe Flacco the guy? 
stop. I'm just going to stop you right there. No chance. Joe Joe Flacco is just trying to get another uh, backup check for next season. That's why he's uh, looking unreal right now. Literally. You, you heard that PMT this morning, didn't you? They said the exact same thing. Yeah, he's trying to catch <laughs> another backup quarterback check. Yeah, Shout yeah. out PMT. So PMT, I, I love that too. And they're like, even Joe Flacco, it's like an inside joke to him. He's like, whoa, I can still do this? Wow, look at me go. Yeah, he throws a lot of veteran balls, all right? He throws some veteran balls, especially to the other team in week one. But, no, uh, yeah, I mean, the bomb to Corey Davis. And then, you know, the one thing that really – it's always funny to see an onside kick actually work now. It's crazy to me, though. They get creative with it. You have to because of the rules they changed. No, you were able to load up on the one side, and it was so exciting. Like, the onside kick was exciting, and they ruined it. So, I, I don't know. It's still exciting to see it happen, but it's, you know, but, <clears throat> excuse me. Yeah, I mean, crazy. And I almost wonder, too, like, have you seen all, like, the, the tweets that, like, Barstool was putting out, like, the Browns fans, like, with the massage tables and stuff with the Sean Watson? I have not. It's disgusting. It's, like, they're, like, essentially, like, condoning, like, him being, like, like a a sexual assault artist. Like, it's... It's gross, but they um it's like it's like instant karma. It's it's quite quite funny to me actually. But um yeah, I don't know. It's just it gets to a point it's like all right, I'll ask you this one again too, Declan. Well actually no, I'll ask Steve this one because you already told us how you felt. Do you think this says more about the Jets or more about the Browns, the final outcome of and the craziness in that last minute and a half? I I have to put the Jets under like where um, Houston stands and the Lions, like they're not necessarily a good team at all, but they they actually try. They they know they're not that good of a team, but they're they're playing their asses off every week. And a, a guy that forget, gets overlooked about the Bears. A, yeah, a guy that gets overlooked as well. I apologize. <laughs> a, a guy that gets overlooked. It reminds me a lot of Dan Campbell. I think they're very similar. Robert Robert Sala 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 right. Solid, yeah. I don't know. I'm not huge on him. I don't. I don't hate him, but I'm not huge on him. He's. But uh, the team I'm, believes in him. Not like Detroit believes in Dan Campbell. That's completely different. Nobody believes but, in their coach like they believe in Dan Campbell. Uh, yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> when you do thirty up downs with your team, literally you get straight respect. Yeah. See the only the only problem I have with Dan Campbell, I know this is totally not on the topic that we're talking about, but we're talking football, it's all right. Yeah, the only problem I have with Dan Campbell, he seems to get way too emotional mid game. Yeah, all, just the whole time. Yeah, yeah, you got he has to control his emotions. I know, I know, he really wants to win, and I totally respect that. But like you could see, like there's a lot of times, like he looks like he's crying, like mid game. Yeah. yeah, and you know that's just who he is and i get it gotta take out the kneecaps you bite him in the kneecaps it gets to a point where it's like when they're in some of these they're kind of i think they really do think the team is decent enough you get to the end of the season they might be battling for a wild card might is a key but either way you're going to get to a time where you're playing in a little bit more meaningful type of games you have to be able to keep your composure especially as the head coach your team's going to look to you and if you're not calm and composed. I love the excitement and the energy, but there's a time and a place. And if you're not calm and composed, your team's not going to be calm and composed. You're going to overreact to things. You're going to make mistakes, and you're going to lose games that you shouldn't lose. And, Absolutely. and mental mistakes. So 
I love, love, love Dan Campbell. I'm a Bears fan, and I love the I love watching the Lions play. Like, they're so much fun. Hard Knocks was awesome. It just gets to a point where they're going to get in their own way. I think that's the Lions this year. I think the talent is Lions every year. But it's different is what I'm saying. The talent is there. They have talent all over that offense. Aiden Hutchinson is a problem. Three and a half sacks, I think, yesterday. Yeah, three sacks all in the first half. Um, I have a future on him winning defensive rookie of the year. You're going to win that. You're going to win that. Um, I think anyway, but yeah, I just do. They they're, I can't wait to watch the games against the bears, like lions bears. I think they're going to be so much fun this year. So we'll, we'll see how it goes, but just go right in the lions and lions commanders lions win 36, 27. And I don't even think it was really that close. You know, the, the commies kind of got a little bit of uh, garbage time, you know what I mean, going in the second half. The Lions are going to hang around a lot of games. Like like you said, there's teams like the Lions, the Bears, probably the Jets, the Texans for sure. They're going to hang around. They're scrappy. They're going to give you – even. The, I, I think you can even throw the Jaguars in, in there as well. There's no team in the league that you're like – you go in there and you're like, oh, easy win. This year. <sighs> I Carolina's on there, in my opinion. I think Atlanta. Carolina's well. got a good defense. Yeah, it means, means shit if their offense can't do anything. Carolina's awful. Matt Rule needs to go yesterday. And I, I live down here. Believe me, it's crazy rampant right now. Everybody hates him. So it's only a matter of time until he's gone, in my opinion. But, but and it's not Baker's fault, you know. But yeah, I mean Lions. We'll see. I, like I said, I think you can put them and a few other teams. That, I mean, that comes right for the most part where there's not very many teams where it's like, you know, Jaguars of years past, even the Bengals before, you know, last season, where it was like, all right, that's a, that's a win. You know what I mean? I, I don't know. I mean, I love that about the NFL. It's just crazy every week. You don't know what's going to happen. But we were just talking about the, the the Panthers. They stink. Lost to the Giants. The Giants are 2-0. and that's weird. I don't like that. If the Eagles lose tonight, Giants are in the playoffs. What, after two weeks, they clinch a playoff spot? Is that how that works now? They're, they would be in the playoffs. After two weeks? Yeah. It still bothers me. It's, it's two games into the season, brother. It's not that I, deep. I, I'm not going to lie. I am shocked that the Giants are 2-0. and I'm not sold on them, but I am I am shocked that – I think I think a lot of that's Brian Gable. What do you – all right, my question, Steve, you go first, then Declan, you answer. Are you more surprised with the Giants being 2-0 and or the Panthers being 0-2? Giants, Giants being 2-0. Declan, you're a great listener. Sorry. Because <laughs> I, I knew me and him were going to say the same thing. That's fair. I'm only messing with you, buddy. Um, I don't know. I I mean, I, I know the Giants are going to be bad. Uh, yeah, I guess I, I guess I really just thought Carolina was going to win Week One, no doubt. So, so yeah, did I, honestly. Yeah, I think I'll, I'll roll with you on that. It doesn't, but it doesn't shock me that Carolina's zero two. I will say, I'm not, I'm not shocked by it. A, a so. thing, a thing is, Daniel Jones. He's not bad. It's he, when he's inconsistent. He's too inconsistent. And over the past two weeks. He's played like consistent football. That you know, when when he has good games like this, well, the Giants win football games. You you got to look now though. I mean, 
he finally has an offensive coach who knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have Joe Judge or was Ben McAdoo still there when Danny Grimes came in? Was that a thing? Or was it Joe Judge the whole time? But either way, like Saquon couldn't stay healthy. The offensive line was absolutely atrocious. May have been well, the worst. Now, now the NFL. now the run offense is very good. Yeah, on so, the line, very good. I, I'm telling you, I've been telling you the whole time. I don't hate Danny Jones. I don't hate him. So we'll see. I think the Giants. I don't think they're going to do this all season long. Obviously, but like when when they play the Bears. I fully, I, I will be disappointed if the Bears don't win that game. Like, I fully expect the Bears to beat the Giants. But we'll see. I mean, I think it'll be at least interesting to watch. But um, Buccaneers and Saints, do we even need to talk about that game? It was so bad. That game was trash, dude. Buccaneers' like offense stinks. The defense is really good. Yeah. It, it's crazy. The the uh, Buccaneers' defense, I saw a stat. Uh, I think they only gave up one touchdown. Or they haven't given up a touchdown yet? I don't remember. The, Something no, crazy. That was their, Michael Thomas scored yesterday. It's the first touchdown they've given up this year. That's what it was. Yeah, their no, their defense is legit. They have a really good defense. They've given up thirteen points in two games. In a scoring league. Yes. Against Dallas, who even with a backup quarterback against the Cincinnati defense, scored twenty. And New Orleans scored, what, 28 the week before? I know Atlanta's not great, but still. I mean, so, yeah, that the secondary – the key to, to, to Tampa, the secondary is finally healthy. Like, last year, they, they were just plucking guys off the street. Like, they, you know, Richard Sherman and all these guys. Like, nobody could stay healthy in that secondary. So – and one of the reasons why Cooper Cup, you know, in that, that clincher for the – you know, the divisional game – with or wild card, whatever it was, with um with the Rams last year, you know that that catch behind the defense. But yeah, I think the two games that really stood out to me with how bad they were was uh, Patriots Steelers and Buccaneers Saints. Terrible games. Terrible games. I I, I think it's uh is it time to give Kenny Pickett a start? Not yet. Did you did you by the way, what's the name of the the Steelers new stadium called? The new name of it starts with an A. It's a weird name. I forget. I know Something dumb. Anyway, all the Steelers fans, you heard like when Mitch was just playing terrible. All, all you hear was Kenny, Kenny, yeah. Kenny. Yikes. It doesn't help though either. Like I, I talked to my dad about it after the game, and he even said, he goes, he's like, listen, he sounded like me for a minute. It was kind of funny. Like when, you know, Mitch used to be a bear. He's like, it's not Mitch's fault. I was like, how many times have I said that? <laughs> he goes, he's like, the offensive coordinator was not helping him at all. And they said that on PMT this morning, too, you know, listening in. They they, they said, like, it looked like Ben Roethlisberger's offense just check down, check down, check down. That's the offensive coordinator. That's the offensive game plan they're running. That's not on Mitch. I'm sorry. It's not. And the Patriots still have a decent defense. So, I mean, you saw yesterday what Miami did to, to Baltimore. Miami didn't score that much against New England, but they scored 21, 24. 20. Exactly. Like, they didn't – like, New England has a decent defense. And it's crazy with T.J. Watt, the difference it makes. Offensive line looked very good for New England. Yeah. Uh, um, that was a big problem week one, and they seemed to hold up. Yeah. Uh, New England's not a terrible team. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs, but they're going to hang around. But Pittsburgh, 
I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you know how I feel about Mitch. I like Kenny Pickett a lot. I think Deuce likes Kenny Pickett a lot too. He's got a lot. Yeah, of I, I. It's all good. It's really nice. I was like, I was like, hopefully nobody hears this. No, everybody hears it. It's okay. It uh, is what it is. <laughs> he's a puppy, dude. It's cool. Um, all right, here's a question for you guys. Declan, I'll let you go first. It's more of a joke question, but would you rather Mitch Trubisky or Matt Ryan? Matt Ryan. Zanelli. Mitch, baby. Mitch all day, baby. Dude, I'm sorry. I, I can't I can't say Matt Ryan after what happened yesterday. Uh so I actually would like to take the floor. Take it away. You want to jump to Jags uh Colts? I think I think the Jaguars game said so much about Jacksonville and the Doug Peterson offense that is forming. Everybody said, looking into the this game, if Trevor Lawrence completes passes, Jacksonville will find success. He was 25 for 30, 235 yards and two touchdowns. Matt Ryan was sacked five times for 31 yards. Michael Pittman was hurt. The offense didn't look good. They only ran the ball nine times, which is very interesting. Well, when you're down twenty, you're down the whole game. You can't. You have to abandon the run at some point. I understand that, but through one quarter, at the at the end of the first quarter, they scored, they scored a touchdown. Like you could still run the ball with Will, and they just didn't. You know what I mean? I guess Jacksonville completely took over in, in possession. I just uh, think they, everybody speaks was speaking so highly of Indianapolis this year, you know, yeah. with with the inclusion of Matt Ryan instead of Carson Wentz and how they have such a stout defense. And you're just hearing all these great things. And they That defense so, is good. Well, let me tell you. so disappointing. Let me, but, let me tell you two things. I'm sorry to cut you off. They're missing Matt Eberflus, the new Bears head coach. They're, they're missing Eberflus, I'm telling you. And – it wasn't all Carson Wentz's fault, straight up. No, Never it wasn't. It wasn't. He played two bad games. One so, of them ended up being the game they needed to get into the playoffs. But yeah. other than that, he played good football. No, I agree. And I I don't think this says a lot about Matt Ryan. I think No, I don't think it does. Games. I don't think Frank Reich's the guy. I just don't. We said from the start of the season, oh. no, De- Declan and I both agreed – I don't hate Indianapolis. I don't like any team in the AFC South. I don't like any team in the AFC South. Plain and simple. So stinky. Yeah, they're bad. So it's gonna be. I'm telling you, any four of those teams could win the division. I'm, I'm telling you right now. Houston won't, and Jacksonville probably won't. I'm. It, you got to start thinking about Jacksonville. Call me crazy. No, that's why I'm saying that right now. Team is so talented. So talented. Houston is the worst team in that division. And I think Jacksonville is the third worst team in that division. I think Tennessee and Indy are close, but I think I lean more Indy still. I don't. I don't love Tennessee. I don't like either. I don't like any of those teams. But Jackson, Jacksonville, and Chicago. I, I I think the three teams to me that have bright futures. Off the top of my head, I'll, I'll give you four teams: two two NFC, two AFC. Jacksonville, the Jets. In the AFC, Detroit and Chicago in the NFC. I think all four of those teams within the next year to two years will be battling for playoff spots, if not in playoff spots. 
By this time next season, I think all four will be battling for playoff spots. I, 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 gener- I, I genuinely do. I don't know how you guys feel about that, but. Well, let's see how things go. Of course. I mean, the, uh, but the Bears, a lot of dead money comes off the cap this year. We talked about it. They have, you know, the most cap space in the NFL next year. And Ryan, they're, gonna, they're finally going to have a draft pick in the first round. So. I'm, Still I'm, a, a very small sample size of Justin Fields. He, but I, I agree. He does, but he, you know, we, we've talked about it. He doesn't have help, and they're finally going to have money to help him and draft picks to capitalize and give him a deeper, better roster. Mm-hmm. So they, they had to build it all down and tear it back up. Or no, tear, it all down, tear it down and build it back up. So, yeah. Um, I mean, is there any other games you really want to talk about? I mean, well, Cardinals Raider is crazy ending. I don't know if you guys saw. I, know I didn't watch that we, game. We talked about it. I, I caught. Did you did you catch overtime with that, Steve? Yeah. What a pass by Kyler Murray to, to oh, win the game. The, the two pointer. Yeah, oh, yeah, that was what it was. The two pointer, not not the touchdown. He, he ran it in fourth and goal. I believe it was fourth down. Fourth because AJ Green caught the ball and it got. Oh, excuse me. It got knocked out of his hands on first or second and goal. And they ended up getting the third or fourth and goal, and Kyler ran it in as time expired and then he caught AJ Green in the back of the end zone for the two point conversion. And then they ended up going to, I, I actually ran to food line real quick <laughs> uh before the Bears game. So I came back and as I walked into my room is when the Hunter Renfro play happened. So Hunter Renfro catches the ball, is about to get tackled, breaks out of it, starts running back and gets absolutely hammered by Isaiah Simmons. And they pick the ball up and run it back 62 yards for a touchdown. And Arizona might have just saved its season. I know. I don't if they lost that game, Cliff Kingsbury has to be on the hot seat. Yeah, I don't want to overreact and, you know, oh, you're 0-2. But the way they looked against Kansas City, that game was not as close as the final score was. Kansas City was up like 30 at one point, And Vegas should have won this game. So, I mean, they were down big against Vegas, too. Like, they looked awful for six quarters of football, the first six quarters of the season. So, uh, as Big Cat would say, the Raiders are now the picky team. The Vegas Raiders. They're the pinky team. But that's He originally okay. had Cardinals, but I think he's going to go Raiders now. Well, because he said that was the pinky bowl. <laughs> he called I think it, it, it. I think it officially confirms, like, to, like that, I know Denver's struggling, but to me, I I still think the Raiders are the weakest team in that division. I don't know. I mean, what was they were in that game week one, weren't they? It's not like it was a. Um, they were down like ten points. They didn't. They played the Chargers, right? There was a close. Yeah. Game. Yeah, like it was a close game against a really good team, and I think Arizona's still a good team. I mean, you're you're in these games. I think it's just a matter of time. I think, mm-hmm. think Arizona is going to be should be a wild card team. You would think, but um, Bengals Cowboys. I not not really a lot to talk about other than Joe Burrow just had no help from his offensive line. It's a shame to see. Mm-hmm. I'm not worried about the Bengals though. They're zero and two. We'll, I'm gonna, I'm, I'll, I'll talk about them at some point here, and not to spoil anything, but. Rams hold on to beat the Falcons. That wasn't as close as the final score was. Any games I'm, I'm missing, though? I mean, we talked about pretty much everything, right? 
Yeah, no, I think we you're good, Fred. Uh, we could we could preview, you know, tonight's doubleheader. Well, somebody pull up. What's the score? I'll pull it up right now. Seven it's... seven Tennessee with the ball. Yeah, on okay. Buffalo's forty six. Okay. All right, so Rook, I know it's seven seven. We we still like Buffalo to win that game. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I even like them on the spread. Yeah. Quick predictions. Um, don't talk about it too much. Just give me give me a final score, top of your head to shorts. What do you got for Eagles Vikings tonight? 34-31 birds. Zanelli, give me a score. 30-23 birds. I you, will also, you have to limit Justin Jefferson. Then, will, then you win the game. They're not going to limit him. You'd have to limit everybody else. He's going to get his. And if he doesn't, Thielen will get his. I Watch. Jalen Rager's going to score a touchdown tonight. I would, I would bet it. That. Just as a big fuck you to Philly. I would love to see that. No offense. I just it'd be funny. Dude, to I, honestly, booze. I wouldn't be shocked if that happened. They're going to the, get him involved. I bet the booze that would go down in that stadium. They're going to throw shit at him if they haven't already. I love YouTube. The Eagles fans are the worst. God, I don't disagree. But I'm not I like know. that. We're, I know. That's why like I said. That. That's why I said I love YouTube because I know we're passionate, like but Maybe. we're not. We're not absolute dickheads. You know what I mean? Correct. By the way, do you see how much Eagles parking is? By the way, forty-five dollars. See how much Eagles tickets are? It's it's ridiculous. Uh, Nosebleeds are are no less than two hundred dollars. That's nosebleeds. That's foul. It's disgusting. No shot. No shot. I'm sorry. I I'm I'm a passionate Eagles fan. I've been to my fair share of games in my lifetime. I don't like going to Eagles games. I really don't. I'd rather be home, have a couple cold ones, get some food. I'm more relaxed that way, and I can actually enjoy the game. I even go to the bar sometimes. Like it's fun. Yeah, a bar. I believe I'm hitting up the game against the Titans this year. Yeah, I I've never been to a Bears game. I'm out in Chicago, but I do plan on going either next year or the following. You know, I want to see him in Soldier Field at some point, so I will be going at some point once I'm out of school. But um, we want to transition into our top ten. We we talked to you guys last week. Before we do the top ten, we do have to go over one thing. Oh yeah, let it out. Do your second. Uh, so I finally get to do it this week because yes. you know I was I was absent week one. So they probably already talked about it, but we've been doing our favor of the week and our underdog of the week, and we're going by point spreads. Yeah, and we're gonna add, let them know what we're gonna add on going forward. After this so week. going forward through the next couple of weeks, we're just gonna try it out. I'm assuming for now, see how it goes. But um, we're also gonna be adding our favor over of the week and our favorite under of the week. So, for week two, you guys already went over week one, right? Yeah, you could recap it, though. So, for for recap, uh, Jacobs, for week one, you had New Orleans at minus five and a half and Chicago at plus six and a half. Yes. Uh, Chicago covered because they won, Outright. right? Out. Outright. Right. And New Orleans only won by three. So, they lost me. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, so, so you're out on that one. So, and you have for week two, you had the Bengals to win by seven. Ooh, that sucks. Uh, Cooper Rush dominated the Bengals. The Dallas defense dominated the Joe Barrow. Bengals, no, the <laughs> Bengals O line. Yeah, because Bengals O line is trash. Um, yeah. And you also you had Pittsburgh to cover, and they and they did against they the Patriots. They pushed, and I'll take it. That's a dub, baby. Yep. So your total record is two and two through two uh, weeks. That's You're good. You're breaking that even. Is- you yeah. love to see it. Love to see it. Uh, 
Next up is Declan. In week one, he had Baltimore. Not so breaking even. Uh, you, your first week, you broke even. Uh, you had the Ravens at minus six and a half, which they won. Uh, and then you had Arizona to cover, and they lost against the Chiefs. They got absolutely smoked. Um, and then your week two was uh, pretty bad. You had <laughs> you had the Colts <laughs> minus three, and we already just talked about that game, Indianapolis with the goose egg. And you had the Bears at plus 10, which I didn't hate. I didn't hate that pick. No, I liked it. I thought they were going to cover. I mean, I took them to win. I mean, I, I'm, I'm a crazy Bears fan, but I just I, – I really thought – I, I was wrong. It's okay. Yeah, I, I like that pick. It's unfortunate. They won by what? Uh, Green Bay won by 17? 17. Right. And I, I, they should have had a touchdown at the end. They got hosed. It should have been. It they would have covered. Yeah, they, it should have been a cover. But So, Declan, your total record is one and three through two weeks. But uh, for week three, we're also going to add an over-under, so maybe we'll get some positive records after this week. Absolutely. Um, for myself, I had a miserable week one. Yeah. I had Tennessee at minus five and a half at the Giants, or it was at Tennessee. Does anybody remember? Um, it was at Tennessee, I believe. Yeah, Giants, I had – I didn't think anything of it. Giants beat Tennessee outright. It, I was upset about that one. Yeah, but Tennessee should have won that game. They were up big. Yeah. And then I had Jacksonville at plus three. And I really thought Jacksonville was going to give it to Carson Wentz. Dougie P, Carson Wentz revenge game, you know? Yeah. Totally wrong about that one. But my week two, 2-0, two and oh, I had San Francisco at minus eight and a half. That was my absolute lock. I loved everything about that game. Yeah. I, Seahawks were phonies. I, I wasn't buying week one. I agreed with that, but. Yeah. And then Miami, I had Miami plus three. I couldn't believe my eyes when I saw Miami pulled off the victory outright. Yeah, crazy. So, in total, Jacobs at two and two, Declan at one and three, and Steve, myself, at two and two. I like it. So, um, time for top ten. Let's do sure. it. Top ten. I'm just uh, finishing up with this. <laughs> I'm not even a fraud. Looking ahead to this week in sports, I definitely just was uh, letting you talk and realizing I didn't do it because I'm I'm the king at not doing it on time. So, <laughs> let's um let's go with our top ten. Zanelli, did you do one? I did, but I did it so fast, so it could be way off from yours. That's okay. Um, let's just go right in. Um, I, I, I wrote who I had where last week and how many spots they either went up or went down. So um, let's just hop right in. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll fly through. We're trying to get this done before the birds in 20 minutes. So we, we won't give you too much, but we'll, we'll talk a little bit about it. Um, the shorts, go ahead to the number 10. Um, I just had three teams just outside. I had the Cardinals, Saints, and the Bengals. Okay. Uh, my number 10, I had the Denver Broncos. Denver Broncos are one and one. Still such a talented team, but losing week one, uh, coming back, winning week two, not looking phenomenal. But that team has such potential and still has such great talent that they still have to be in the number 10. I had the Denver Broncos. All right, Zanelli, who do you have maybe just missing, and who do you have at number 10? I have the Broncos just missing my top 10. Okay, I like it. Who, who do you got at 10? I have the Vikings. I like that. Uh, I have the Vikings only because I think their defense is pretty good. They have so much offensive talent. I do like Kirk Cousins. I do. He's not yeah. the greatest, but he's definitely probably one of the more underrated quarterbacks in the NFL. He's like the 12th best, quarter, quarter, best quarterback in the league. 
I don't disagree. I, I like that. And oh, I think they're, they're, a well, they're a well-balanced team, and I think they could possibly win the NFC North. That's how I, I agree. about them. They are going to win the NFC North, Steve. Say it with your chest. I actually I have know, Kirk Cousins. If, if you take Deshaun Watson out, that's actually really funny, Declan. I, I do. I mean, I know he's a dickhead, but like Deshaun Watson's still uber talented. I have Deshaun Watson at number twelve. I have Kirk Cousins at thirteen. So it's so funny you said he's top twelve. I think he's number thirteen. That's very yeah. Funny. He's like twelve. He's in like the Derek Carr type guys. Yep. That's I'm right behind. I have Derek Carr, Deshaun Watson, Kirk Cousins in that order. I'm out um, here. It is what it is. My I have a couple Cardinals just missed for me. Um, I did have the Broncos fall out this week. And I also had the Saints fall out of my top 10. Um, my number 10, it pains me to do it. I do think the Packers, though, it's just a matter of time. I know the offense isn't great. The defense is elite. And they still have Aaron Rodgers. Fuck that guy. Um, the running game, though, is unreal. David Bakhtiari didn't even play. And I know the Bears don't have the best defense. But, like, they did whatever they wanted. And, it, yeah, so I have the Packers number 10. Uh, my number nine, I have the Packers. Week one. They should have lost the game. They they lost to the better Thanks. team. Week two, they should have won the game, and they ended up winning it. Aaron Rodgers looked good. Seemed to be kind of like last year. Had a horrible week one. Had a good week two. Uh, I I think they'll be fine. Uh, I, I still think they'll be a wild card team, if not division winning. I have them making a wild card. I just think they're going to be A-OK, though. Yep. The running game looked phenomenal. You, you just need Bakhtiari to come back. You know what I mean? Yeah. Once he comes back, teams in full force. Defense looks phenomenal. Yeah, Alton Jenkins coming back to play tackle last night really helped them, too. They missed him a lot week one. Absolutely. Uh, Packers number nine. Um, also, since you just said Packers, Packers are also right outside my top ten. Yeah, they're. I think they're right on that. Cost. Yeah, I agree. Number nine, I got the 49ers. Wow. I li- Okay, I like that. Um. Sucks for Trey Lance. That that's such that's so sad. They've been waiting all this time to play him, and he ends up destroying. Sucks to be Declan. That too. Yeah, Declan's starting quarterback in fantasy. Yeah, not ideal, Declan. No, it's Um, fine. We got some moves, bro. Um, I mean, it's Four Niners didn't lose just by losing Trey Lance. They got they have so much trust in Jimmy G, and Jimmy G hasn't been a bad quarterback for the Four Niners. All he knows how to do is win. Um, Debo Samuel. And they always have a running back, even though they're always hurt. They always have someone to replace their injured running back, and that running back always performs. Yep. Um, and they have an elite defense. Yep. What happens when you play under Kyle Shanahan? Um, my number nine, I know they're 0-2, and this might be a hot take, but I still think they're a very, very good football team. Should have won week one, Cincinnati Bengals, my number nine. They are actually down – I had him at number six last week, so they're down three spots. Um, very, very close to moving them out, but you know it—it's a fluke game, in my opinion, against Cooper Rush and the Cowboys, and they should have won Week One. You know, the long snapper and stuff happened. It—it's a bad. It—it it, it was crazy, but uh, Joe Burrow's going to figure it out. Jamar Chase, T. Higgins—they're—they're they're, they're, Joe Mixon. They're too talented. Hayden Hurst has been really good, by the way. Great pickup. Losing, losing Uzoma and bringing in Hayden Hurst, he's very, very good right now. And uh, that defense is still, you know, pretty respectable. So I have the Bengals at number nine. My number eight, uh, I actually – I didn't they, – they went down one spot, 
they they did not yet play tonight. I have the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah. Improved from last year. Kirk Cousins looked great. Dalvin Cook, top five running back in the league, probably. Justin Jefferson, in my opinion, the number one wide receiver. Adam Cleveland, a great number two. Kevin O'Connell looked good in the first week. Defense is looking all right. They have a tough challenge against the Eagles tonight in Philadelphia. We'll see how they do. But if they win, obviously they'll move up. Vikings, number eight. My number eight, not biased at all. I have the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, they didn't play tonight, so we'll see what happens. I still like them to win tonight. Um, I know they gave up a lot to Detroit, and I'm not knocking Detroit at all. I still think the Eagles have a really good defense, and I think the Eagles do have a one of the better offenses in the NFL. Um, Jonathan Gannon just needs to get his head out of his ass and put some pressure on a fucking quarterback. Jonathan Gannon just needs to, like, leave the organization. They had so much talent on that defense. I they do have it on. I don't say they have a great defense by any means, but I think their defense is very. They have one of the most well-rounded rosters in the league, in my opinion. Yeah, um, just gotta keep grinding through. I mean, I love AJ Brown. They have really good running backs for the committee that they have, and their defensive line and offensive line is one of the stronger ones in the NFL. Yeah, Uh, my number eight, uh, like Declan, I also have the Minnesota Vikings. I know they haven't played yet, but just with how things fall, um, all the talent in the world on offense, a, a decent enough defense. And uh, I think tonight, good game going into Philly. Uh, I'm excited to see. I like the birds by three. Uh, I will say 27-24 Philly. Um, uh, you're, yeah. you're right on the money with the spread. I think the spread's two and a half. Yeah, I, I, like, um, I like the Eagles outright, barely, barely by a field goal. Number number eight, Minnesota. Well, actually, the Eagles are favored, so that, that makes sense to do the outright. Yeah. Fins up. Dolphins, number seven. Off a very good it. week one win against the Patriots. Absolutely dominated. Week two comeback from behind win to a six touchdowns. Did not have a good first half. Had a phenomenal second half. Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill are just cooking. When Tyreek Hill said... I got the most accurate quarterback throwing to me. We all thought it was questionable. Maybe now we don't. We don't know. He looked very good in that second half. He has the potential to be a star in the league. We just have to see a little bit more. Dolphins defense very good. Mister um, Nerd Mike McDaniel looked very good through two weeks. And I, I said earlier in the pod, I'm very excited to see what they do in week three. I have the Dolphins number seven. My number seven, I have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Wow. I know. I don't hate that, though. The offense doesn't look good. That's the main reason why they're number seven. Their offense looks really stinky right now. Plus, Mike Evans is suspended for one game due to bodying Marshawn Lattimore. Um, (laughs) I still respect him for that. But the reason why they're still, like, up there in the top ten, they're not, like, the very bottom, but, like, they're kind of in the middle. It's just solely on their defense. Insane yeah. defense. They're, they they're also not letting just, anybody score. They also just win it well. And Tom Brady's their quarterback. As much as, like... And you got to think, dude. You know, Evans left. Chris Godwin didn't play. Julio Jones, I don't think, played. Russell nope. Gage. Like, they, they have injuries all over that offense. And, like, dude, they're going to figure it out. It's Brady. Rashad Perriman was catching balls. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Uh, my number seven, I have Steve's number eight, the Philadelphia Eagles, E-A-G-L-E-S. Ooh. Also, by the way, 
Um, that game you were talking about, Declan, how you want to see Miami, how they do against Buffalo, you're going to see it next week. Buffalo goes nice. to Miami next week, week three. Ooh. Where at? My, they go to Miami week three. Ooh. So, uh, yeah, Philly number seven. Pretty, everything that Steve said is right. Uh, very good roster. Uh, I'm still not sold on Jalen Hurts, but I do think he's trending upward. Tua and Jalen Hurts actually remind me a lot of each other in that sense. Yes. Um, so, yeah, we'll see what happens. I have Philly at number seven. My number six. Sex. My number six. six. My number six. My number six, I have very biased Philadelphia Eagles. No, they're right around that six through eight. I get it. Yeah, no, I feel you. I think it's like five, like your Buccaneers, Rams, Bills, Chiefs, Chargers. Okay, just give, away, just give away your whole list, like, don't you? No, I, I, I didn't give away my list, actually. <laughs> I, made sure, I, made, I made sure to mix it up. But, you know, those five through one teams. One through are, five is obvious to me. Are Yeah, they're, they're the elite of the elite. And then, you know, just outside, I, I have the Philadelphia Eagles. That, yeah. that's, it's just – it's so well-rounded. Their biggest weakness was linebacking and defensive coordinator, in my opinion. Defense coordinator, shaky after week one, we know. Linebacker, they picked up Kaiser White. TJ Edwards looks promising, and they picked up a guy in Nicobe Dean who I like a lot. And Hassan Reddick. Yes, Hassan Reddick off the edge. Defensive line, very good. Offensive line, very good. You got a ton of draft picks going in the next year. I'm just rambling off on how I'm super excited about the Eagles playing football. Yeah, you're going to miss Derek Barnett, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that's a shame. It is what it is. Eagles number six penalty machine yeah um Facts. totally totally off topic but i heard the word sex can i just say what a call by mark sanchez so i have the quote up he said i mean shelton's clearing out defenders faster than a teenager cleans his search history on his web browser oh my god it was so fun <laughs> what a call by mark sanchez staying relevant in the nfl the mark sanchez is always relevant the only thing better than um Mark Sanchez and that call on his butt fumble is Kevin Harlan. The guy's drunk. Hey, there he goes. What? Yeah, that still cracks you up to this day. I just watched it today during one of my breaks for class. <laughs> <laughs> um, back on back on schedule. My number six, I had the LA Chargers. Um, okay. Their defenses look kind of shaky. Uh, Justin Herbert's a little banged up right now. It's a little concerning. He has a rib injury currently. Yeah. Um. And they do got injuries with Keenan Allen. There's just a lot of injuries going on in L.A., but they're still a really talented team. I still like them, honestly, to win the uh, AFC West, honestly. Kansas City does look really good through two weeks. I I told you. Told you not to worry about Kansas City. I know that. I just think – I think L.A. is the most complete team out of of the four AFC West teams. You you can – but to, the problem is with the AFC West, there's so much talent. on. You can honestly say any of those teams are the best teams in the AFC West. I'm just going by my opinion. I think the Chargers are the best team in the AFC West, but they're not the best one as of right now. I agree. Uh, my number six, a team that was not ranked in my top ten last week. Fins up, baby. I have the Miami. Wow, that's high. Uh, I'm tell- Just wait till you hear mine. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, boy. Uh, I think they have a, a, a capable quarterback. I think they have a very, very potent offense. And uh, their defense isn't great, but they're, for the most part, going to keep them in games a lot of the time. Um, they buckled, You know what? 
They gave up a lot of points to Lamar and them, but you know what? They buffed it up when they needed to, and that's what matters the most. And you got to remember, seven. I know it's still 31 points, but seven of those points that were scored was off that Devin DuVernay kickoff return for a touchdown to start the game. 31, still a huge number. It looks a lot less. It's not nearly as bad as 38. So I'm going to go with the Finns at number six. Declan, take it away with your top five. My number five, I have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Like we said, probably the best defensive play through two weeks. Yes. And Tom Brady is their quarterback. You have Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Leonard Fournette, Julio Jones, washed, kind of looked good in week one. Russell Gage. There's so many pieces on that team, and that team's going to succeed. Like I said, they're they're just going to win football games, no matter how we like it. Even if Tom Brady plays average football they are going to win football games my number five the baltimore ravens wow 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 um, the bills are in the top four just wait boys my top three gets weird he's number he, are, are they number one just let him talk um baltimore ravens like Declan said they're, they're always constantly battling with injuries their defense looked highly suspicious against the dolphins um, love Lamar though. Pay that man. Yeah, it'd be him. crazy if Baltimore doesn't. Didn't um, he say he wants to come to Philly? He, the, Lions and Eagles, I know, were two of the three teams he said, which is insane. Oh, I don't, I don't remember what the third team was. I don't remember. I think it was a West team. Bear down, brother. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, Lamar's been playing out of his mind. They got to pay that man. I, I really like the receivers. Devin Duvernay and Rashad Bateman. They I don't really, I don't really like them, but I'm okay with them. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like I like them. I'm not necessarily. I'm not saying yeah. like, they're phenomenal, but I mean they're speedsters. Yeah, I get it. That, that team's all speed. They need a running back though, so bad. Well, Dobbins is. They they, they think he could have played week two. They just didn't want to rush him back. Like he wanted to play. He was. He thought he was going to play. I'm like said, Davis. Yeah, he's a good two. It's yeah. Dobbins and then Davis. So it should be. Fuck it, bring in Edo Smith. <laughs> Where, where's Latavius Murray and Devontae Freeman at? <laughs> my number five. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, Steve. Are you are you good? Yeah, no, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, my number five. I have the. I'm not gonna fraud. I have the same exact top five that I did last week. Nothing changed. Um, I have the Rams number five, fantasy world champions. Tough week one. I know the they only beat the Falcons by like, what seven or eight, maybe nine, but. It wasn't that close. Uh, Taylor Ramsey picking the end of the game. The Rams are the Rams. They're going to be there at the end of the season. Number five on my list. Twinsies, Jacobs, our, our, our top fives are the same. L.A. Rams at my number four. Lost week one to the Bills. Didn't look very good. They actually kind of choked the game to Atlanta. Can, uh, ironically, they were up 28-3. to three. <laughs> Uh, and, and the Falcons ended up coming back. Still ended up winning the game. Jalen Ramsey looked very good, and it seemed that he's he started to take the criticism personally. Uh, you know, it, it's it's just one of those teams, Super Bowl team, and they got better. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. it's wild. Rams, my number four. Uh, my number four, Whittle. This one's for you. Fins up, baby. Crazy. Call me crazy. I mean, I just think that week two was just something special. Like, not many teams can come back with with over 21 to 28 points or however many points it was 
I think mm-hmm. since sorry to cut you, I think since like 2001 or 2002, something like that. In the last like 20, 21 years, it's been done like eight times. I think that was like the eighth or ninth time it's been done. It's like some crazy stat like that. No, that it, yeah, it, okay, it barely I, I happens. Say. That's what I'm saying. It, it hasn't even happened ten times. Yeah, I mean, and I I still think their defense is really good. They they just they're they're an offensive powerhouse. They're yeah. forced to be reckoned with. You got to outscore them to beat the Dolphins, in my opinion. That's gonna be hard to do. Um, my number four. Uh, it, obviously, it all depends on Justin Herbert, but I have the L.A. Chargers. Keenan Allen plays in that game, and Justin Herbert doesn't get hurt. They beat the Chiefs, plain and simple. They were the better team in that game. Chiefs came back second half, and the Chargers charged, and the Chiefs took advantage of it. But the Chargers were the better team in that game. Um, and I still think, like Steve said, I, I also agree, if Herbert stays healthy, big if, they are the favorites to win the AFC West, in my opinion. So I have the Chargers at number four. My number three, I have the Los Angeles Chargers. Now, the Chargers did look better than the Chiefs, but at the end of the day, they did lose the game. I have them I have them under the Chiefs by a little bit, only because the problem with Justin Herbert, uh, Keenan Allen is, is out. The team looks a little bit banged up. Brandon Staley had a few questionable calls uh, in the Thursday night game. But I, I do also agree. I think the Chargers, pending the Justin Herbert news, win, win the AFC West. Steve, what's your number three, brother? My number three, I have the Kansas City Chiefs. Wow. Um, Say what you want. Pat Mahomes is that guy. He's number one far and away. Josh it, Allen's great. Mahomes it, is that dude. No, I agree. I, I, Pat Mahomes is still the best quarterback in the NFL. Yes. He doesn't even have that great of a wide receiver core. Yeah, they have good players, but like he doesn't have nowhere near the best receiving core in the NFL. And he's still making do with what he's got. Yeah. He's making he's given 110% in his running backs, his wide receivers. Travis Kelsey's a god. And yes. their defense has actually been pretty decent. Um yeah. but talent wise, they're not the best team in the NFL. I agree. My number three, Tampa Bay Buccaneers offense. They've had a lot of injuries, haven't really been able to get a groove on lately. Lenny looked really good. Game one, didn't score any touchdowns. He promised he's going to start scoring touchdowns, and he better because he's my number one running back in fantasy. Um, get your ass in the end zone playoff, Lenny. I need you, bro. Got to get a bounce-back season for uh, the chronic master deflators. Uh, looks like we're going to be 2-0 as long as Diggs doesn't do crazy things. Uh, uh, he's already season. got six catches for 60 yards. Yeah, but I, I was up by 36 going in. Oh, then you're fine. You should be. As long as he doesn't go bonkers in the second half. So, If he scores a touchdown on this drive, are you going to feel worried? Yes, absolutely. I feel worried right now. Yeah, yeah they're in the red up. zone. Be shut careful. up, Declan. Um, Tampa Bay number three. Let's let's roll through one and two so you guys can watch your game. Two Chiefs for me. Uh, I think we all have the same number one. I agree with the Chiefs at two. So, Zanelli, you said a lot about the Chiefs already. Who do you have at number two? I'm curious. I have the Rams. Okay, That's I fair. can understand that. I can understand that. Talent wise, they're they're talent wise, they're the best team in the NFC. Uh, yes. Week, it's all debating. It's all depending on uh, Matt Stafford's shoulder or is his arm, whatever he got surgically yeah. repaired. Um, def, defense is out, out, outrageous. They still are an offensive powerhouse. They're they're the most talent in the NFC. They're the best team in the NFC. They Matt Matt Stafford also his decision making hasn't been. 
very ideal through the past two games. Yeah, but he also didn't play in the preseason either. It's, it's, no, I know. You're he's, right. He's, he's going to shake the rest off. They're going to be fine, like I said. Number one, we all agree, it's the Buffalo Bills, and it's not close. Um, Buffalo. No Rock, one circles the wagons like the, like Buffalo, the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got to so, jump through uh, a table or what? Oh, my God. I, I would jump through a table for Josh Allen, I swear to God. Um, yeah, they're – they're number one. They're the best team. That's just that's how it is. Buffalo also Bills. Have, also have a future on him for uh, MVP. I like that. I feel like I have a couple of futures too that I you, put like right before I left over the summer. I'll have to check when I come back home in can, October. Can I, I share you guys stuff. real quick my uh, my futures parlay? Yes, please. Dude, I have a crazy. It's it's crazy right now. Let me. Uh, I'm pulling up my FanDuel sports book as we I'm, speak. I'm doing the same thing. It's cool. So as Is that responsibly one eight hundred gambling. If you're having any problems, yeah, please um, please dial one eight hundred gambler if you think you have a gambling addiction. At Steve Zanelli. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Um. So, I have a four legger. I have Josh Allen for MVP. Yeah. Aiden Hutchinson for Defensive Rookie of the Year. Yes. Michael Parsons for Defensive Player of the Year. Okay. And this one might hurt, but it might not hit. I have Brees Hall for Offensive Rookie of the Year. Wow. Okay. I like that. Oh, odds-wise, dude, I've, it's $5 for 31 grand. Yeah. I'm not 31 grand, you said? Yeah. And I, I round-robined it, so hopefully three of the four legs hit. I, I yeah. know that Brees Hall one's not going to hit, but I the other three sound promising. Spank that down payment on a house real quick with that 31 grand. I'm double checking, by the way. Let me just double check to make sure. So my my futures are all on baseball for the most part. I had Freddie Freeman for the MVP National League, not going to happen. Uh, Jordan Alvarez MVP American League, not going to happen. Um, Houston Astros World Series champions, that could happen. Um, Dylan Cease, the White Sox pitcher, as the Cy Young Award winner, probably not going to happen. It's going to be Verlander. And the one that's going to make me laugh because there's no chance it happens now: the Phillies to win the East. Oh. That's okay. Um, well, we're going to run through this day in sports real quick. I will run through it real quick, I promise, guys. Uh, 1931, Lefty Grove wins his 30th game of the season. Uh, 1947, Jackie Robinson, Rookie of the Year. 1955, Cubs' Ernie Banks hits record fifth Grand Slam in the same season. Jesus. Five Grand Slams in one season. Insane. Uh, 1968, Denny McLean wins 31 games on this day for, um, I believe, the Tigers, it looks like. And Mickey Mantle hit his 535th career home run. Uh, New York City Marathon, the first ever women's race is won by Beth Bonner. And the second men's race is won by Norman Higgins. Good name there. What else we got? 1973, Frank Robinson hit a home run in his 32nd Major League Baseball Park. Uh, 1973 as well, uh, the National League refuses to allow San Diego to move to Washington, D.C. 1992, Barry Bonds joins Willie Mays, Howard Johnson, and Ron Gant as having two 30-homer, 30-steal MLB seasons. 1993, Tom Glavin wins his 20th game in three straight years. Pretty crazy. Uh, 1993 as well, San Diego Chargers' John Carney hits six field goals in an 18-17 to win over Houston. New NFL record, 29 straight field goals made. Wow. Ken Griffey, Ken Griffey Jr. in 2000 pinch hits his... 400th home run, becoming the first major league player to reach the mark as a pinch hitter. That's pretty cool. 04, Oakland Raider, Jerry Rice 
ends NFL streak of 274 consecutive games with a catch. Insane. Um, Greg Maddox in 08 pitches his 5,000th career inning against the Giants. Uh, 2017, new Major League Baseball record for most home runs in a season. Uh, it was hit by Alex Gordon of the Royals. He's the one who broke the record for the for the Major League Baseball. Happy birthday to Joe Morgan, second baseman, Hall of Famer uh, for the Reds and Phillies, actually, at one point. Uh, happy birthday to Ken Rosenthal, American, uh, the, uh, the athletic writer for Major League Baseball, for Fox, all that good stuff. Uh, Jim Abbott, former pitcher as well. Happy birthday to you. And happy birthday. Oh, Nick Johnson, former baseball player. Happy birthday to Rick DiPietro. Stole money from the Islanders. Goalie uh, analyst for ESPN now. And, uh, yeah, that's it. Let's get these guys to the game. Uh, again, gentlemen, thank you so much. Any final thoughts before we wrap up? Go, Birds. Go, Birds. Hammer go the bird. Birds. I'll give you a go, Birds. Go, Birds. Bear down, even though they lost. Fins up. Um, have a good night. Have a good night. Guys, this is the North-South Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. For Zanelli, for the shorts, this is Jacobs signing off. Check us out on all our socials. You know the good deal. Uh, peace out, Girl Scouts. Deuces. Go, Birds.